Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in yet another Beneplan podcast. My name is Safian Sheikh and I'm joined by Delia Alfred. Delia, do you mind introducing yourself to everyone? Hi, I'm Delia Alfred and I work in the group administration department at Beneplan. I've been in the benefits industry for about 10 years now. So Delia, today we will be talking about key tips for administrating a group benefits plan. My first question to you is what are the main eligibility requirements to participate in a group benefits plan? Okay, so you always want to check your benefits policy to see what um, the eligibility requirements are, but usually it consists of the employee being an active employee working on a regular permanent basis. Uh, Usually the definition for full-time ranges between 20 hours to 44 hours a week. Um, Like I said earlier, you should always check your group benefits administration contract to make sure you're adhering to the policy. And also an important eligibility requirement would be that the employee must have provincial coverage. The purpose of a health benefit plan is to supplement provincial health care coverage. This would be the same for your dependents as well. And um, another one would be that the employee must satisfy the waiting period, which is usually equal to the probationary period when you hire somebody. So if you hire somebody um, today and the probationary period is three months from now, that's usually when their benefits would kick in. Um, Once again, this is also would be stipulated in your benefits policy. Okay. And what is the 30-day rule? 30-day rule is... Um, It applies to changes and enrollments, anything that would affect the member. So any enrollments and changes to the plan should be submitted to the insurer or to your TPA, in this case Beneplan, within 30 days to avoid uh, what is known as late applicant status. Uh, we usually recommend that include. We usually recommend including the enrollment form with your onboarding packages when you hire a new employee, and submitting the enrollment form to us as soon as possible. We can always enter the data in our system, and uh, the benefits wouldn't activate until the member is to become effective, um, which would be once the uh, waiting period has been satisfied. Uh, the rule can also, other than enrollments, the rule would also apply to changes affecting a member's coverage. Um, life events such as marriage, divorce, the birth of a child, or if your spouse loses coverage, these are all things that you would want to notify us within 30 days of, of it happening. Um, and if it's after 30 days? After 30 days, then it, you're deemed a late applicant depending on what you're requesting. So for an enrollment, if it's submitted 30 days after your effective date, you are considered a late applicant, and then you have to complete a medical questionnaire. And how long does that take? Like, is there any fees associated with it, or you should be good? There's no fee, but if you are approved, there's a dental penalty. So I just want to note that other changes, such as salary changes, terminations, and changes in occupation, as well as address, should also be reported to us, um, because uh, in terms of, like, salary, it could affect um, the member's coverage, uh, especially if they have LTD coverage. With regards to terminations, you want to make sure that you let us know as soon as you terminate the employee to avoid processing of claims after their termination date. So you mentioned that applicants should notify you within 30 days. So what happens after 30 days? What happens to late applicants? Um, So with regards to enrollments and changes to the plan, yes, there's a 30-day grace period from your effective date for us to enter the, the information onto our system. Anything received outside of the 30-day period is deemed late, and at this point, the insurance company will require completion of a health questionnaire. Um, So this we'll send it to you, and you give it to the member to be completed. The member should forward the questionnaire directly back to the administrator, 
just for privacy reasons, you don't want to be reviewing their medical information. Um, once we receive it, we send it off to the insurance company for review. A medical underwriting team will review and assess whether the member is eligible to come on the group benefits plan. If they approve it, then the member and dependents can be added to the plan as of the effective date, which would be the date approved. Um, also, I should note that there is a dental penalty that is added on for the first 12 months of coverage. It's usually $250. And that is if you're late? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, And then after that, after you satisfy that 12-month period, um, your dental coverage will be the, whatever it would be regular to whatever the plan is it's you know like a it's it. like a dental limitation like so if your maximum for dental is like a thousand dollars you'll only be for your first 12 months of coverage you'll only be limited to 250 dollars mm-hmm. and that's the only thing that would happen to late applicants pretty much yeah and then i mean like if they had like claims that were backdated like say you're a late applicant you were supposed to be on the plan as of september 1st but you didn't get approved until October 31st. Any claims prior to October 31st wouldn't be covered. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So that's quite a hefty penalty then. Yes. Um, what if the employee is already covered under a spouse? Does the member still have to join the group benefits plan? Yes. Um, all members must be enrolled for the mandatory benefits. They're the pooled benefits such as life, ADD, and LTD. Um, that's if your plan has those benefits. Um, employees who are covered under their spouse, though, they do have the option to opt out of health and dental if they have comparable coverage, or they can coordinate their coverage. Um, with coordination of benefits, the, the claims would be submitted through your spouse's plan first for their spouse, and then the remainder could be submitted under your plan. If you have children, it's based on your month of birth. That would determine where you submit the claim first. Oh, okay. What if the employee does not want to participate in a group benefits plan? Um, Participation in group benefits plans for all eligible employees should be a condition of employment. This protects the employer from any kind of liability, especially with regards to the life and the LTD benefits, because in the event of a claim, they could always come back and say, well, you know, I wasn't provided with these benefits and you as a employer, your responsibility is to make sure that you are treating all your employees fairly. So that can always fall back on you in a, ne- in a negative way if you um, allow an employee not to have these benefits. Uh, with regards to health and dental, they can refuse the health and dental coverage, but it's not something we recommend as well. And um, because if they do want to join back on the plan, they would also be deemed late applicants and have to go through that process. Oh, so if they decide that they don't want to be included in the plan when they first start their employment, and then they decide later that, oh, I want to like be a part of this group benefits plan, they would be deemed as a late applicant? Yes. Wow, really? Yes, because they wouldn't have... The reason why group benefits plans work so well is because you're getting a discount. You would you'd be paying... If you were on an individual plan, you'd be paying much more. So by joining a group benefits plan, it reduces your costs, right? But everybody has to be treated fairly, and everybody has to come on within the stipulated period. So within the within that waiting period, after you've satisfied it, you come on as of your effective date. The uh, insurance company they want to avoid people coming on when only when they need the plan, 
Oh, I see. Right? So okay. that that's part of the dental um, restriction as well. It's to deter people from just saying, okay, I need coverage. Now I'm going to come on the plan, and then I'm going to come off of it after I've already used it. Oh, I see what you're right? trying to say. Which okay. it has a negative impact on the entire plan because the premiums fund the claims, and if you don't have enough premium to cover your claims, then your rates go up the following year. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. But what if, I don't know, I'm just playing this what if game because I just want to understand all the scenarios. So what if you don't necessarily have a need, but you realize, I guess, with time that you needed this and that's when you opt in. So can that be like a justified answer to avoid the late fee or would you still be charged? You would still, you would still be considered a late applicant. You would still have to go under the medical underwriting process. You go through the process to make sure that you're not in like dire health because say I get hired on the plan, I decide I don't want health and dental coverage or I don't want any coverage. And then a year later, working for this company, I find out that I'm sick now and I need health and I need, I need all my benefits and I never applied for them. Now that I'm sick, I'm going to go and say I want my benefits. I'm going to go to my employer. If my employer puts me on the plan and I'm really sick, this is going to increase the cost of the plan altogether. This is why if you go through the medical underwriting process, the medical underwriting department, they'll review and say, okay, this person is a risk, we cannot put them on the plan. It's basically the, the, the process is to protect the, everybody who's involved in the benefits program, including the employer. Thank you everyone for tuning in today's podcast. Uh, if you like us to cover a specific topic, please be sure to email us at ea at beneplan.ca. Also be sure to check us out on our social channels on Twitter as Beneplan, on Facebook as Beneplan Cooperative, and on Instagram as Beneplan.ca. This is Sofian signing out, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.